What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in today. On today's show, we have Trenton and Randall Jackson, owners of Monument Coffee. We have some athletes growing down. My son, Oliver, was in the building. So we have all kinds of stuff going on in the background. You'll hear kids crying. You'll hear some monster trucks. You'll hear some music. You'll hear some barbells. And most importantly, you'll hear two amazing humans who run a great coffee shop here and love it, talking about how they came to be, how their shop came to be, what they've learned from their athletic background and from their parents, uh, and what Monomyth is doing from a coffee perspective and what they're trying to do big picture. So thank you guys for listening today. I appreciate you being here. It's going to be a great day. Everybody's live. Nice. Awesome. All right. Welcome to the show, Purposeful Reps Podcast. Today is a special episode. We have our first guests. Also, our sponsors of our show. So, this is Trenton and Randall Jackson, brothers, owners of Monument Coffee, my cousins that I will claim, even though Jackson says kind of cousins. My wife's weird about like relations. Your dad actually kind of said one time we were not related. Have I told you this story? No. Uh-uh. So your dad came and spoke at chapel at LCU, and he was like, it was the athlete's chapel, and he was like talking, he said, y'all know Caden, y'all know Caden? He's like, well, I think he's on the bus, he's, he's traveling today, and I was sitting back there, and I was like, you know, I get he said, well, he's, he's kind of my nephew, he's kind of my nephew, and I was like, what? Kind of? So I told Chasten, and she was like, it's kind of, kind of family. That just means you gotta call him kind of my uncle. Kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of uncle, kind of uncle. So yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's a funny story. So, <laughs> well, guys, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, nobody really listens yet, but hopefully, with you guys on here, more people will listen. So, <laughs> we'll uh, help. If you are listening, it'll be a different vibe today. We're not going to talk about athletics nearly as much or sports. We're going to talk about Monomyth. We're going to talk about these guys, their families, their visions, their dreams. And who they are, and hopefully we can take something from that. We can apply it in our our realm, and if not, just learn more about y'all. Sweet. So uh, it'll be kind of open ended. And if you have questions, we'll ask them. So I think I mean my first question is, how did you guys start Monument? Like what I know talking to you like last night we talked about it some, but like was it always Monument? Was it just a coffee shop, or was it just something that we both love and it happened to be coffee, or how did it how did it start? What did it evolve from? man okay yeah it started you know we we always say that when we were young we would always watch food network with our parents and there was a show and it was early food network days but there was these two brothers making sandwiches out of the back of a truck and it was like the first food truck we'd ever seen and uh, they were making sandwiches in austin and we thought man that's pretty cool. We used to we used to have competitions with Chas and any other cousins at our grandparents' house. Like we could make a specific tasty thing with a limited amount of treats. Huh. And so we've always kind of been drawn to crafts, culinary arts, things like that. And so in college, when we were both at LC in town, uh, we got jobs at one of the first specialty shops to pop up in Lubbock, yep. Yellow House. Uh huh. So we were the the first hires there. Fell in love with specialty coffee there and would have conversations now and they're like, man, this might be our thing. This might be like the brothers at that sandwich truck. We could do a coffee shop someday. And we always kind of played around with that idea. But like a lot of things in life, many things came together at the right time for us to right. do on them. And there's, we say there's there's the element of will that we put into it, but then there's a lot of that element of 
benevolence from people that supported yeah, us too. Yeah, so, really nice to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, was, there was a little bit of will, a little bit of luck, and a lot of benevolence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're very fortunate in that situation and grateful for the support we've had. Being able to, like, we had a, a really successful Kickstarter, raised enough money to, you know, really take off. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. y'all crushed yeah. it. That yeah. was cool, that was cool to watch. We, yeah, we, we, you can look up how much it was, but uh, we, we didn't want to do that much, but somebody said, just shoot, like, go shoot it. your yeah, shot. Shoot yeah. your shot. And yeah. just ask, ask crazy, and we did. And it was a, a very humbling response and something that motivated us to, to push through and really thank those people who yeah. did support us from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got an interesting, like, kind of like circumstance, and ran with it, and it, it worked out. So, yeah. So when was that, like, year? Man, that was twenty eighteen. I graduated college um, on, in in twenty eighteen uh, in in May, and we had the building in June of twenty eighteen. Um, and then we started working on it, worked on it for a year. Wow. You guys work hard. I mean, I've come yeah. in, I remember coming and helping, and I yeah. There's some insulation outside that I spray. Yeah, man. I spray yeah, paint yeah. off the floor. That's right, man. The, some of the issues you guys had with like yeah, like I don't I don't know this person, but like the painting issue where yeah, man. They didn't scrape the old paint; they just painted over yeah, it. Yeah, that you was know, wild. And like yeah. just some adversity stuff that yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, you know? and, yeah. But it was cool to see people rally around you guys. Yeah. Like, our whole family was there, like everybody was there yeah. working, like your friends were there, people were like cleaning the counter and installing stuff and yeah. like painting. It was like it was super cool to see the community just like yeah. rally around you guys, be like, we're gonna do whatever we can to help these guys succeed. Yes. And yeah. so that was really cool for me. Like we said, a lot of benevolence. Yeah, yeah, and that's like why a lot some, of some, some, sometimes I balk at that question, how did y'all do it? There's no way if it was just us two muscling it, you know. Yeah. We've been very fortunate with the people that have surrounded us and yeah. we've had as resources to encourage and to uh, you know, push us along too. So yeah. It's yeah. Been great. yeah. Yeah. So something like watching you you've talked about COVID a lot, like how you had to shift your business since then. Because mm-hmm. COVID, you were peak, like not peak movement, but like that was like your, a lot of kids, because gyms were shut down, this is where kids yeah. could come to train and like feel safe and do what they needed. Yeah. For you guys, you guys are probably on the other end of that, right? Like you had to right. shift yeah. your business model, like you guys made a pseudo drive through. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. So yeah. can you guys talk about like maybe the adaptability that you guys have had to, and it didn't have to be COVID specifically, but like, what what has changed like what has gone from like year one now you guys are going on to year five or year six like what are those different obstacles that it's like hey you know at day one we've scaled this much and now it's like we have other issues or whatever can y'all talk about those changes and kind of how you had to grow yourself yeah adaptability yeah how have you guys changed and shifted through covid through growth through employees and having kids and all the different things. Yeah, yeah. We uh, because <laughs> Triton, first kid was born January of twenty nineteen, and we opened June of twenty nineteen. Yeah, so. so he 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 had kind of that going already. But um, when COVID happened, both of our wives were pregnant at the same time as well, and so um, there was our that like extra added like element of like oh no, what do we do about our pregnant wives? Um, yeah. Um, to keep them safe or whatever. So, um, 
I don't know. We, uh, we, yeah, so like Kate said, we kind of made a makeshift drive-through, um, and it was, it was fun to kind of learn that, because we'd never worked in a place with a drive-through. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, they, uh, I don't know, how else have we ad- yeah, had well, to adapt I mean, to I'd that? Yeah, I consider the whole COVID thing, the whole COVID situation a big blessing because I think we learned how to adapt. Yeah. It, it taught us, it was kind of a crucible of sorts because we were forced to adapt. We had no other option. And sometimes I look back fondly on those days because there was a little bit of, I don't know if we're going to be open in a month. Yep. We, we yeah. might go under, but we're going to try doing this. Yeah. And all you can do is just give it your best every day. Yeah. You know, and so we we come up with something new, and it was fun to watch all the other businesses in town. I, I say fun. In hindsight, it was fun. But you know, just the the pace at which you moved to the change, the things that changed, and the responses. Yeah. yeah. The, the adaptability. I think it taught us to be adaptable. It increased our response time yeah. and helped us focus on what was necessary. And I think majority during that time and afterwards, just in general in life and in business, the thing that I think we've learned most is oftentimes we can be our own biggest obstacle. Yeah. Like our mindset and mentality going into something. And again, kind of like you were talking about before you got in here, sometimes another set of eyes can help you see your blind spots. Yeah. And so that was. We are forced in a really cool, uh, we were forced to be adaptable, and I think that coached us through that, learning that, hey, it's okay to try something and fail, yeah. and then move on and do something better the next day. You know, that's yeah. all you can do, just give it your best. And so, I, I look back fondly on COVID now, just with the situation we were in as a business. Yeah. Again, I know all the, the bad things that happened to people, but as a business, and what we learned from it, I think was a benefit. And if you can't find something to take away from it, if you can't learn from things, you know, one of our one of our mentors and somebody who supported us from the beginning said things don't happen to you, they happen for you. And so that was kind of our, our mindset through it all was okay, this happened, how can we use it for our advantage? How can we come out on top? How can we not use this as a negative but become stronger out of this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not be a not be a victim, but be a hero. I think yeah. kind of encourage yeah. our team and our guests to be too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so what is that? So like team how big's the team now uh right today can we, there's 12 people yes on the team including trin and i okay um yeah but we're kind of like shifting a little bit here in the next couple of weeks and um i think there'll be like nine coming up so like not three people didn't just randomly quit. yeah yeah we have three people. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um yeah so we're, we're just kind of making a few shifts and yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so okay so it's 12 and y'all like year one what did that look like in terms <laughs> oh, of a team like <laughs> year one our team was we hired three others right out of the gate yeah yeah and one of them didn't make it. Didn't make it. And then and I was working a full-time job because the shop yeah, was so it was, it was me and the three others. Yeah. One of the three others didn't make it, and then we hired like three more after that. So we were at like six. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That first year was we we were open six to seven. I would go in and open the 
shop by myself from 5.30 to 7.30 until Randall could get there. And then I would go to my 8 to 5 job. And then be there he would work till 7. So he was, we were both working. Drew would come back after work and be yeah, like, hey, man. Down yeah, so. I worked every Saturday. Yeah. End of Saturday off or something like that. Yeah, so it was wild. Those days so. getting it, there was definitely some sweat and blood equity. Yeah. That went into the beginning of no tears. Yeah, yeah tears. <laughs> tears too. Maybe tears. Yeah, tears. Yeah. I feel like at that time you're just like so adrenaline heavy yes. that you're like, who cares if I work all day? Um, but then, yeah, then you have a kid and you're like, yeah, I can't do that and have this kid. So, yeah. 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 Trin, yeah. Trin, Trin was in that situation from the beginning. So yeah. sorry. So when did that realization for y'all click? Like, okay, we I've got a. I've got to shift how I'm operating or this is too much. Um, I mean, probably during COVID, like we, we kind of like, um, so we added the roasting business at the end of 2020 because we like, I was like, okay, we we got through COVID seemingly and, um, we had a little bit left on like, we had a little bit of cash left to like continue growing our business from our loan our initial like loan or whatever um and so we bought the roaster um and uh then i was like hey man to trenton i was like hey man i don't know but maybe you could come on full time um and he was like okay and so we finally got both of us in there at the same time and then once that happened it kind of felt like we were both able to start to um delegate a little bit more and kind of see each other's like things that we needed to like help pass off or whatever yeah and then um yeah in 2021 we got one of our we we got one of our we got a guy back who kind of took over gm role um and that kind of helped us see like okay like we can pass those tasks off um to, to to someone and then um yeah, we've been able to kind of have like a GM role that's not necessarily Trent or I, who's like doing all the stuff that like actually keeps Cafe running, so that Trent and I can kind of pull out to yeah. be more oversight. Yeah, kind of forward progress, looking long game to continue growth. Yeah, like so. Yeah, yeah. Learning to delegate was something that took a while. Yeah, but definitely helped. Me, so. But I feel like it's it's always helpful to have someone that you trust initially to be like okay like i trust this person they can run with this position and then like when you see that it can happen you see how you can also train someone else to do yeah, that creating systems that yeah. are repeatable and yeah delegating and sharing information yeah that was, oh yeah that was the other thing during like the quarantine times is i uh i wrote out like everything i thought all the time into this program called notion <laughs> yeah um and it created like a platform that we have like everything like so by the time like I spent like 80 hours just writing stuff into this pro like into this app that we all have now um, that kind of like solidified our systems and kind of like started building our like training programs and stuff like that so um, I feel like we had some of that stuff kind of like pieced around and then once we like condensed it to one spot it was easier to like um, start delegating, start communicating a little bit better, um, and then we also built our like tasks, like our ability to track and like um, 
delegate tasks to one another as well. So, mm. like, I, I feel like being able to have that time to think in an early point yeah. because we only right. had like two yeah. people working a day. Yeah, I was able to like just think and like write into a program, whereas like a lot of times you don't do that until it's like, man, like how do I get out of this situation of right. working here every day or whatever? And we were able to do that quicker because we had the ability to like think about it and write it all out yeah. so yep. yeah yeah definitely recommend notion if anybody's looking for a Amen. resource i already tool. pulled it up that's yeah. the best that's the best uh, yeah the you can create me and randall were talking about that yeah if you have a business or want to just journal better yeah create a resource where you can tap into yeah it is one of the most creative and and i think it's still tools. free if it's just you yeah. on it personally yeah. it's free i believe man. but then if you add people i think it's like really low cost for like per team member yeah it's, it's sick it's yeah. amazing so. so so am i hearing you say that whether it was situational or you yourself created some distance from Right. the business like from what you're in day to day you're able right. to actually like step back and see things a little yeah, more yeah and, and say like fully. what tasks i was doing every day to where so like i was able to write out the whole grocery list and create like a thing that like said like here's how much stock i buy here's how much we need here's how much like whatever and so someone else could go in and fill out the information mm without me having to tell someone like hey man can you go get this 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 they could just fill it out themselves and like yeah. produce like what they needed to get mm. automatically so it, it it took like yeah it took it took me being like pulled out of it sort of and like yeah. observing my space from above like yep. like what am i doing as the gm at the moment um yeah because then it then it fixed a lot of things yep. or our ability to pass off things so yeah, because I find this happens as coaches, and you may speak to this too, but like, well, coaches and business owners, it's like, you know what you do, and yeah. you know how it works and how it flows, yeah. but to be able to transfer that and impart that knowledge, and like, because you've been working on it for yeah. who knows it how long. It's yeah. here, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so the little things that you do naturally, or just yeah. instinctively, yeah, it's hard to transfer and teach those things to yes. somebody that's like, coming in and I've noticed that like coaching last week uh, I wasn't even leading the workout I was in here doing some stuff and we had a college girl who when she's back in she's a track a track kid in Abilene when she comes back in she'll work out and so she came in and like stood in the door and she was like hey can you like tell me why y'all are doing this stuff and I was like yeah and so she wasn't even doing the workout she just thought it was interesting yeah and so I started telling her the way that I like break down stuff and like yeah. think through like how to process and why we're doing band stuff and why we're loading and right she's like oh that's really cool i never and then it clicked for me like i've never told that to anyone else yeah right i've never told one of my coaches hey this is why we are doing this and then this because if you do this like because it just makes sense in my yeah. head yeah right? yeah right yeah no yeah that's, that, <laughs> i feel that way a lot yeah. where i'm just like and then like so trina and i were talking about this yesterday it's just like a lot of times when I've been frustrated with other people in like in the business or whatever, it's because I have like an idea of how it should be going or whatever, and I can't clearly communicate it. And then I'm expecting them to have that. 
but then yeah. they, they they don't operate that way because they're only operating the way I told them to do it. And so it's just like, Personal. oh man, like yeah. it's on me. Like they at the end of the day, it's, it's, it. yeah. it's all on like yeah. like the fact that like if you're the person who wants it done a certain way, you have to be able to communicate that clearly or else it doesn't like yeah. or else it's not on anyone but you. Yep. to make those things happen. Mm. So clear communication and clear expectation. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I think that's with like everything in life or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Marriage I, and yeah, that, all that was like, my first time. Yeah, it's like, like Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you if you if you yeah, most of the times when you get frustrated at like anybody it's just cuz like you were thinking something else was happening and um yeah. It doesn't. So, yeah. 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 So something we tell coaches, we have a uh, like coach zoom calls or like coaching development is we tell coaches uh what you don't communicate they assume yep oh yeah right so like whatever you don't communicate they're gonna assume something and it may be on par with what you want but it's never really exactly what you want yeah and so we encourage people to overly communicate and then i discovered a week ago i have under communicated (laughs) <laughs> well, sometimes you feel like you're over communicating. Like you probably right. feel like in the moment you're explaining yeah. your expectations. Right. Like, or it's like yeah. I, I don't want uh, like sometimes you're like I don't want to baby like I don't want them to feel like I don't trust them mm. or I'm babying them to get yep. through. Like I don't want them to feel like I don't trust them or respect them mm-hmm. because of what I'm saying to them. But really, it, it's not that way at all. It's like. You show them respect and trust by like saying like here's how I want it done. I think you can do it that way or whatever. So right there. Purposeful Reps Podcast is brought to you by Monomyth Coffee. Monomyth is a local coffee company here in Lubbock on a mission to welcome people and send them out encouraged. They believe treating people right and making great coffee can cultivate community and shift the culture of business in Lubbock. So if you need a cup of coffee or an encouraging word, be sure to go see our friends at Monomyth. So, I want to kind of go back to like pre-college, like yeah. pre-monomyth. Your dad is a football coach, yep. yeah. athletic director. Your yeah. mom is an educator, librarian. Yep. Like your mom is one of the most interesting people I know. Like yeah. she's so intelligent, like the way she thinks, the things she does. And then your dad, like your dad, I don't think is your stereotypical football coach. No, he's like either. well-rounded. He leads like singing at church, and yeah. he's like front row at journey concerts right like and so and we can talk about that but like how did your upbringing like what about your upbringing made you guys like be able to open a business and run a business and like trust yourself in your work to like provide for your families and like because you guys did choir you did athletics you guys did all these other things like what I'm just interested how you became who you are today from a young age middle school high school like moving around all right, of those aspects right. of that, yeah. you know, how that kind of plays into how you parent, how you own Monomyth, and right. that sort of thing. Yeah, I ask long questions. I'm no, no, honest, that's but great. Yeah, I tend to do that. I'm like, this question's gone on for a while. So no, no, that's great. I feel like uh, we were great. Our dad was great because you know, there's the stereotype of coaches, and you move around a lot. Like you, you meet a coach's kid, and like, yeah, I lived all these different places. I think we moved, we moved cities. Main cities like three times. Yeah, we lived in Olney, Texas, Sweetwater, Texas, Frisco, and then Love. So I guess yeah, three moves, four cities, yeah. which is minimum. And he made an effort to make sure that we never moved that much. Yeah, um, and we did the most of our moving later in our life. Too. Yeah, so childhood was great, 
And but I feel like just through that, being a coach's kid and those moves that we did make, that kind of instilled that first little, uh, you know, intuition that oh, the only thing constant in life is change. You yeah. Know, like life is continual change. Life is continual new, new inputs that cause responses, whether they're adverse or some sort of new exciting thing. You have only the ability to respond to what is given to you every day. And so it wasn't like we were ever just like, oh man, the rug's getting ripped out from under us, but we just knew, hey, the only thing you can do is adapt. Our dad always told, this is one of the things I remember my dad always telling the players after every practice, you know, if it was just a practice that didn't go as positive, you know, it, you know, he'd come around and say, the only thing you can control is what happens between your ears. You know, he, I remember he'd point to his temple, the only thing you can control is what happens between your ears. And, you know, that's your, your attitude definitely determines how you make it through situations, um, your ability to respond to those things, and our, I believe both of our parents instilled a sense of gratitude. Yeah. Um, always, you know, whatever it was, however big or small, finding something to be thankful for. You know, just our mom would make a dish that we hated. You know, take a thank you bite. Yeah. You know, just yeah. Like, if we go over to somebody's house and they made something you didn't like, at least take one bite to show gratitude for the effort they made to feed you. You know, things mm. like that. So. Yeah. And I feel like also like dad like every day we were getting out of the car to go into school he'd be like be a leader yeah that's yeah. what he'd always say to us yeah. and like we saw him be a really good leader like our dad is like he's probably incredible. yeah he, he's he's probably one of the best like coaches i've ever seen I, I i haven't been around him recently but i mean he's he's really good with people and, and kids and i feel like he, he did a good job and so um i think the leadership aspect kind of yeah. came from him yeah. But, um, yeah, the one that people, when they, yeah, I mean, like, our mom, it's so cool, man. Like, she, is. she, yeah, she so like, cool. she, she's the reason we're probably more artsy than, like, than Normal most people. Kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, like, we, mom would always, like, be, like, she, she's recently picked up painting, um, but, like, she would always, like, experiment with cooking stuff and like she would be like this goes horrible sorry like and uh yeah she never made anything the same twice or whatever and um but it was it, she also kind of like instilled at least i think in part like like the business mindset of like well if you don't like it you just need to like go out and change it or something like um i feel like our dad is sometimes a little more like by the book and like he's, he's really good at like probably like I don't know but I feel like mom was a little more like edgy or like kind of like um a little more rebellious to, yeah, to, yeah to to yeah. to to us like she never like voiced her right. like rebellious stuff but like I feel like to turn and I she was she had like a little bit more of the like rebellious ideas and like I feel like it kind of like caused us to be like hey you know like can't really do anything about like some stuff sometimes so you gotta go make it make the world the way you want it to be sort of yeah. so um and that's it's not to say our mom's like a rebel or no, something. like no. she just she just like i feel like she has more of the like creative like brain and i i feel like um yeah she she helped us kind of inherit that kind of like creativity and like ability to to again yeah adapt and yeah um be business people yeah we never I, for me i never felt like anything they wanted for our life or our family felt like it was the end of the world you know 
or yeah. like there was something if we didn't do it we were going to disappoint them or, yeah you know, mm. uh, i felt the most pressure i ever felt to do anything athletically from my father like never felt any pressure to play football i just mm. it was just kind of assumed yeah we're going to do it we're going to have fun i'm going to be proud of you no matter what you know like he would tell us every day he was so proud of us but like as a joke some kind of comedic relief the only pressure i felt for my dad was to run the 800. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Oh man, that, that would kill me. I, was, I remember just nearly throwing up. It's the throwing worst up, race. The worst race. The 800 meter sprint. The worst race. Just yeah. like, oh man, he, he had the whistle. He would start whistling at Trin and Trin be like, Yeah, it was like, great. Oh man, I could go on a tangent about yeah. that. Like my, yeah. dad, my dad has a, I, like, I, I'm like a sheep. I know my dad's whistle. Like, yeah. We know our dad's yeah. whistle. Yeah. Could, like, so he would stand in the middle of the field and blow my pace. So he like during a race, I would yeah. hear his whistle to know if I was beating my marker or not. Yeah. So I loved that. That was it's, it was always uh, fun, but was... I did not like the eight hundred. I loved like the four hundred and stuff. Yeah. Eight hundred, no way. Anything over about fifty, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I had, a, I had run, extra but... extra couple of Debbie snacks, so I didn't have to run no races. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. No, I was just oh no, yeah, grateful for the raising that we had because it instilled a lot of just foundational things as far as. You know, gratitude, adaptability, faith, um, and then again, reliance on your own strengths. But then when you reach that limit, asking for help, yeah, and making those changes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. You have something? Do you have a question? Yeah, I have a thousand questions, but yeah, go for it. Uh, so, on like on that same vein, mm-hmm. how how do y'all see that playing out now with the team? Like you have a team of nine-ish soon, right? right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Like how do y'all see that practically in in real world, you know, business world setting? How, how have you seen that transferred? Or have you seen, like have you seen something you're like, oh, that was, they handled that. Like right. I'm super proud of how they handled that. Whether you said it or not. Like our parents? No, no, no. Or, like your team at Monument. Oh, our, our team at Monument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you carry that and you, mm-hmm. like you, um, I think when I first met y'all, like I've met business owners and I, sometimes you meet business owners and you're like, ah, like they're, they're here, yeah, yeah, but they present themselves as here, right? Yeah, it's not right. that they're here, but the way that they present themselves. Yeah. And then when I met y'all, I think I may have been with Tyler Kennedy, maybe. Mm, probably. That makes sense. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was because Tyler like that response makes it sound like that's a real possibility too. Yeah, because yeah. Tyler is my connection right? to Monomyth. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, "Hey, did you know Monomyth is rusting now?" And I was like, "No, that's awesome." He's like, yeah. "I'm really worried." And I was like, well, <laughs> "I hope Tyler doesn't mind me telling this no, story." He told us himself. He's and like, he was like, "Dude, suck when they start yes. roasting. yeah." He was and like, "We did, like." Uh, but no, but like from Tyler, like Tyler yeah. got me like deeper down the coffee hole than like it. It's bad now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was like, I was like, well, how is it? He's like, no, this is actually way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. He told yeah. us about a month in, the guys, I was, I was worried, worried, man. Yeah, he was like, I was worried, man. Most gotta, places tank after they start roasting. You really got to know your coffee in here. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. people start roasting their own. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so when I when I met you, I was like, okay, these, do, these, these guys are different. Man. And it was different. Like, it was, it was yeah. a good, like, okay, I... The, the vibe of the place and the way even the employees like interact with the guests is so much more genuine 
right. than most uh, customer service places I've been into. Right, right. I think that's just a tribute to the people we've found that found it interesting to work with us. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think early on we were kind of encouraged to like buy, buy our the place that we started out using coffee from they were kind of like like they put out their mission vision values and basically used it as a funnel to find people and like businesses they want to work with or whatever and so especially early on we were we were really pushing our like mission vision values like um early and like um the people that came on felt like it resonated resonated with them and we've always thought of them as like things we're aiming at not things that we have we obtain ourselves or whatever but it's like they they resonated with them because they felt like that and then so like when when we all got on the team together kind of started playing out in real life or whatever and so I feel like that was kind of them adopting the like mentality that was there like for them to buy into and and we always kind of view monomyth as like something above like both of me and Trenton as well where it's like there's this thing that we're trying to serve well as well um Mm. and like they you know like sometimes other people buy into it or like have it more right than us like a a value or something it's like hey like you know they they're probably more in line with that and so like at some point like Trent and I have to be like hey sorry or whatever so um I feel like I feel like the people that have like have done really well at Monomyth are the ones that like look look to that ahead of Trent and I like I don't think it was necessarily something Trent and I do it was more like something that we like kind of pulled from the ether and put words to rather than um, rather than it being like Trent and I were so good almost like a a cultural tone that was set with early on yeah cultural tone was set early and the team has adapted and felt that out like Randall said we we always talk about Monument being a third entity kind of like in a marriage it being your third entity you know it's this it's this car that we we all really want to drive really fast, have the best paint, the best interior, the, the latest and greatest, but we might have different opinions on what tires it should be, what, you know, what the, where the seat goes, you know, stuff like, I don't know, just, um, it's a third entity that we're always trying, we all have the end goal in mind of this being the best possible thing, but figuring out how to work together and decide what those things are, it just kind of organically creates itself, once you kind of set it, it just kind of begins to create and be its own thing. Again, from the inspiration that we set out, like Reynolds said, we dictated out at first, but then guests that have come in and have said, hey, I've felt this honed, way. Yeah, like yeah. honed our... Guests come in and tell us about their experience. We're like, man, that's right. That's something we want to continue to do. Mm. We like what they said. Or our team saying, hey, this move that we just made doesn't really feel like it's in step with our culture, our values. So What's let's, going on? Let's yeah. pivot, you know, things like that. So... Uh, and kind of going back to that question too about how has that like, translated to the team uh, and you know as a guest experience and even going back to our, our childhood you know our, our dad always he always knew the names of custodians he always knew the names of the superintendent like he knew, he knew everybody at the at the district almost by name 
and yeah. would acknowledge them and treat them as a human being. And it wasn't a status thing. It wasn't a you're relevant to me or not. It was a you're a human being. I see you for who you are. You you know you bring something. You're a part of this team. And I think we've instilled that in our team. And I see our team doing it really great every day, day in and day out, just treating people as people and not just a number, not just something. We always talk about you know interactions over transactions. Yeah. And, and there's a professional line around there too. You don't want to just. There's some places, I'm like, there's some businesses that get a bad rap of talking your ear off in, in an ungenuine way when you go there. And then there's some places that don't say anything to you and just roll their eye at you if you ask, ask a question to modify something. You know, and so we, like, hey, you're a human being. You probably just got out of a job that you may or may not love right now. And this is your one break in the day. And we see that as an opportunity to, if we can, make your day better just by five minutes of interacting. And that's something that we try to instill in the team. But again, they've really taken and ran with it and uh, one thing that we use when we talk with our team and our coaching them up we talk about again our roots being athletics that's again the, the metaphor we use is it's just like we talk about our apron you know our apron on the front says monomyth and if it was a jersey it'd have your last name on the back and so we want each player each team member that we have to fulfill their role as a team member of monomyth copy but again they can add their own twist to it and just like fans root for individual players guests get to know our team and say oh man you know so and so is in today and yeah it's great i love the way they do this they make me feel special but none of it is out of place with who monomyth is what we provide to our guests first and so um that's kind of one thing that we allow our team to do and i think they do a great job of that every day when they we say our our only uniform is our apron um, until there needs to be something addressed but (laughs) never had that problem nobody's ever shown up inappropriate inappropriate things so but yeah that's that's kind of metaphor we use that's awesome. Well, I can tell you, like, from my experience, um, I've got a daughter that's an eighth grader, loves Monument. Like, cool. loves it. Like, she is a, like, a, she loves to bake, like, cook. Like, she wants to work at Monument. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, she's like, hey, do you think, like, I told her y'all were coming on. She's like, hey, do you think you can ask them if I can work there? And I was like, I think you're going to have to do that when you get old enough yeah. to work. But like literally she's like, I want it. Like she wants to own a bakery. Right? Yeah, that's sweet. what she wants to do. No, like, that's, awesome. cool. that's where she's at. She bakes at home. It's awesome. Yeah. I think I've gained a little weight because of it. That's all right. But dude, it. it's so worth it. Um, but yeah, from her experience, like it's the place to go. There's not another place. If we go to another place, she's like, <laughs> like there's like real it's like disdain it's not even disappointment she's just like really like what's <laughs> why right and I'm so it's like hanging it's like eight like monomyth is close like, she's like <laughs> we couldn't have gone an hour ago but really like from her experience like yeah. it's the place and it's because of when we step in the door the way she's treated the way she's interacted with because she's pretty like introverted shy when she gets yeah. kind of in that like ordering scenario yeah but now like we walk in she's like yeah with like a chai ice like yeah. you know gonna yeah. have one of those cookies like the yeah. whole night yeah. and it's it's due to what y'all the climate y'all created there That's so awesome. Thank you. That's yeah it's amazing so yeah, sweet. uh last couple minutes as we wrap up here like two three minutes yeah what is next there's a website launch coming for yep. guests and customers who yeah. are not Lovey Found, so you yeah. can order. Yeah. Tell us about that and what's what's on the horizon for 23 and beyond. Yeah, man. Yeah, so the website will be coming online in the next 
say by the end of March. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of March. It's aggressive but reasonable goal. Yeah. By the end of March. It may be earlier than that, but end of March at the latest. Yeah. yeah. Expanding sales beyond just the register at Broadway. Yeah. Where we've had a lot of people ask for coffee outside of Lubbock, and so this yeah. will allow yeah. us to do that. We set up a subscription program. Uh, Get some more like. Help more people who like have coffee shops as well. Like hopefully yeah. get some more wholesale partners and um, allow them to order through that as well. So be be good. So yeah, and then beyond, I don't know. I'd like Monument to be like a food place, a place where people eat food. Yep. That's, yeah. Got plans to kind of expand our food offerings. Yeah. So yeah, soon and uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, with that kind of what we we're going back to earlier, we we have measurable goals for 2023 that we want to accomplish and then as far as like growth too we're always open to something feeling right but again, yeah it, it's got a a lot of things got to fall in place yeah you know again that the will the love and the benevolence yeah all have to come together yeah and and so, the other the other i mean the other thing honestly is our team is like yeah. super interested in in doing coffee long term like nearly all of them i think all of them want a career in coffee to some extent like most of them either want to own a coffee shop or be a roaster for a long time or something like that and so I feel like right now we kind of have like kind of the spider-man mentality it's like man we've got got a lot of people that want to do something great it's like so now it's our responsibility to like enable them to do it and so um yeah I feel like um our our role in the next year to two years is probably just going to be like finding a way to like help them like get to where like make monument what they're what they kind of like could make it be you know so i don't know if that makes tons a place to buy and grow yeah yeah yeah. i would i would love for that to be kind of like what we're known for is like if you want a career in coffee like that's the place to work so Trying to trying to make that more of a um, real reality for people um, would be would be great. Yeah, so love mm. that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, can I ask something of y'all? Yeah, yeah. So how could um, how could I provide value for y'all Man. at Monument? And you don't have to answer now, but I would, yeah, I would love, like, I, I, I'm bought into what y'all yeah. do and what y'all have created. Better, like, if yeah. we could, like, I don't know if it's a physical thing, if it's a mindset thing, if it's, but I think we definitely see the value in what you're doing. Obviously, yes. that's why we approached you about sponsoring the show, because yeah. we believe in it and we think yeah. it's still in the right way. And so I'm with you on that, whatever that looks yeah. like. So however, yeah, the value could be given back, I would love to man that'd be awesome i don't i don't know how i don't have an answer at the moment i don't think so yeah yeah no, so, no, no, no. so if you just if you just want to come in and hash yeah. out growth <laughs> patterns and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's yeah. go yeah man uh, man yeah because I, th- I think that's a i think there's a lot of people in the community that are aware of y'all and then some that aren't that i hope this gets out to yeah, um, yeah absolutely. but i i think it's something where people want to help provide value there more than just a cup yeah. cool. yeah. you know yeah, so yeah. I mean a lot of this yeah when we started talking about track and all, I get we get excited about athletics and coaching and 
team building and things like that. Yeah. 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 That was our childhood. Yeah. So, that's but, our, but then, so but all those, all those yeah. principles overlap in the business, yeah. what we're doing now, you know? Yeah. So, so our, our roots and what we're currently doing now cross over with the principles that are instilled with, you know, any pursuit of growth, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. That translates to a lot of different areas in life. So, yeah. Hmm. There's, there's that Venn diagram overlap, so we can figure out something we can all figure something out. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, where can listeners find you guys? And then MonmouthCoffee.com, 2024 yeah. Broadway. Yeah. We're there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hours? Um, seven, to seven to seven, Monday through Saturday, and then twelve to seven on Sundays. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all the all the online stuff should launch soon. But yeah, MonmouthCoffee.com. Yeah. And when that does launch, we will put it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. That people see that too. So. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else y'all want to add? Or? I think so. Thank, Thank y'all, y'all so much. Yeah, no, yeah. thanks y'all yeah. for coming by. I'd love, to, I'd love to do this again if you ever want to. Yeah, I feel like yeah. now I'm warmed up. And I feel yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm like, I've never been on a podcast. We'll, go, we'll have a part two. Yeah. So yeah we'll just cool. to be continued. Russell yeah. has said this in the past, like, fat, like jokingly. Yeah. But we're like, what's our goal for episodes? And we're like, we got to get to episode 20. And he yeah. said, we get to, I can't remember what we said, 20 or 50 or something. 50. We said 50, so we'll do a live show from Monument. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, oh there you go. We'll host it. So yeah. We yeah. just signed, we'll up up. We signed ourselves up for that. But yeah. we said that yeah. passionately. I was like, that'd be cool. That's so cool. Great. We could interview y'all and yes. have the natural interaction with your staff. And yes. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be great. awesome. Some experimental yeah. coffee out, yeah. maybe? Some, some experimental. Yeah, yeah. See, just had to do some latte art. <laughs> <laughs> latte art? <laughs> I went this morning. It was impressive, dude. It was, it's fun. I guess I need to get a latte. You do. Yeah, I need to switch up my order, apparently. It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, get a, I get a long black. Yeah. Yep. So. Black. Yeah. Call it the dark night. Yeah, the dark, dark night. night. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty cool, man. That's sweet. Sweet. Thank you all so Y'all much. Y'all are awesome. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate yes. y'all. Yeah. All right. Till next time. We'll see ya. Peace.